So now I have a video with Victor, and he's from Sweden, I believe. I'm going to ask him again, uh, doing e-commerce, and he has some questions for me. So looking forward to get started on this call. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned You're fine up. with um, put it, recording the call and put it on the YouTube taxes. channel today? Cool. cool, thanks. That's that's helpful for, for the channel, for other people. So, um, you know, how we normally do these calls is you can tell me a little bit about your um, background, what you're working on, what you're trying to do, what your goals are, and uh, then let me know what questions you have and we'll get through it. Yeah, sure. So I live in Sweden, as I said, and I have an online, online business doing drop shipping uh, via Shopify. And I want to create an LLC in the US because the Swedish um, system doesn't seem to work with dropshipping. They're not up to date, so to speak. So it's expensive. I know I have I've had a lot of Swedish clients in the past, and it's you guys pay a lot of taxes. Yeah, exactly. Like fifty percent or something. Yeah, 50%. it's uh, it's quite high. Yeah. So I'm expanding my views to the US, and probably that will work out a bit better. So, yeah. No, keep talking. Get the whole thing. Get, get me all. Tell me what you're doing. What, what are you selling? At, on, what are you dropshipping? What are you selling? Um, at the moment, I'm selling mostly women's clothes. About, give or take, $500,000 a day. Uh, That's a ton of clothes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I've been uh, doing that for the past, let's say, a month or so. Do you own... <laughs> that's that's like a that's huge what's uh do you mind sharing your your site i mean like, what, like <laughs> no that's that's a lot of that's a lot of sales so are you, are you doing good margins on that you're paying taxes on all that in sweden um i'm 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 profitable about about just below 30 percent at the moment before taxes uh so yeah <laughs> take that in half <laughs> For uh, profits afterwards, yeah. Oh, but I mean, five. You said five hundred thousand in sales a day. No, five hundred dollars a day. <laughs> oh, I thought you were doing. See, that's. I no. thought you said five hundred thousand in sales a day. No, 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 no. Are you Fashion Nova? <laughs> Do you own Fashion Nova or something? Uh, yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> okay, so um, five hundred. Okay, so that's that makes that's more sensible because that's that's come more of my audience, right? Getting started and everything. So yeah, exactly, that's still exactly. good. 500 days, good. 30% margins. And then you pay 50% of that. So that stinks, right? That's a yeah. tough margins there. Um, nothing, but yeah. No, I mean, obviously it's a, uh, if you have a brand or something, it's something you build and something you grow and work on. So, um, and drop shipping it. I've done it before. It's, it's, if you can make it work, it's great. How, how are you getting traffic? Are you paying for, um, paying for ads or, yeah, Facebook on Facebook, ads. Facebook ads. So I want to expand into Google ads down the line, but at the moment, just Facebook ads. Yeah, I have some clients that, that sell products kind of in the same thing as clothing, um, mm. but it's um, they do Google ads. And they do really well with the Google AdWords. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a question. How do you handle? So clothing is tough, especially with dropshipping. How do you handle returns? Because do they send it back to China? No, I have actually I have a fulfillment center in the U.S., so they just send it back there. It's kind of okay. easy for the customer. It's easy, and it and it seems more uh, 
authentic. If you have, if you, if it comes straight from China, the people are like, oh, why did I pay this much for a product coming straight from China? Yeah, you know? yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so want to look a bit professional, I guess. What kind of, what kind of fulfillment center is it? Is it like a third party fulfillment center? Yeah, exactly. Okay, third party. And you're using Shopify, not Amazon, I, I assume? Yeah, I'm only using Shopify at the moment. Um, okay. But maybe in the future, I guess. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. More in sources of income or something. <laughs> There's more work too. Whatever's yeah. working, you know, double down on what works. You own it all, you own the, the, whole, the whole thing there. Yeah, exactly. So one thing I want to get into when I, I want to jump into the tax stuff is that for you, you don't want to pay extra taxes in Sweden, right? Yeah, yeah. So the LLC is a disregarded entity. And I'm sure if you talk to your tax advisor in Sweden and you use an LLC, they're going to say you still have to pay taxes in Sweden because you're not going to be paying any taxes in the United States. Yeah. So um, what I would recommend is opening a corporation instead. And yeah. it'll get it'll really get rid of all your risk of um, not paying taxes because when you're using fulfillment centers and you're using an LLC and you're not paying taxes in the US, there is some risk there and there is some chances that laws will change and the US will want to start taxing in the future. So that there's some risk there, but using a corporation is really a blocker. So if you're operating through this company and um, uh, th this company is going to pay 21% taxes. And then if you have inventory in, in the state, you probably would file tax returns in that state. If you don't want to, and you want to say, take the position that the fulfillment center is a third party and they really, you have nothing to do with them, you can just file in no states. Okay. But that's, yeah. you know, that's more details we have to go into there, but. Um, How much is uh, creating a uh, corporation? Because in Sweden, it's like 5,000 euros. No, it's not, it's not that expensive. Opening the corporation isn't that expensive. And um, getting all the legal documents you need aren't going to be that expensive. The compliance are, the compliance is a lot easier as well. Um, you need to do accounting. That's something that I'm sure you want to do anyways, just to know what your business is doing because you have a product-based business. So there's, well, it's kind of a product-based business. It is product-based, but you don't have a huge inventory, right? Oh, well, exactly. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, the corporation is really what you want because then you can cut that 50% down to 21%. Now, here's the, here's the, the way you, you take money for yourself, right? You have profits and you want to use the profits. If you send dividends to yourself, like the corporation has, you make $100,000 this year, the corporation pays 21% taxes, the, cor the corporation then has $79,000 left. You want to take that money out. If you send it to yourself as a dividend, there's withholdings on the dividends. And I believe Sweden's a treaty country. It's probably 15% treaty withholding rate. There's tax forms you'd have to file and you have to um, pay 15% uh, of, the, of the dividend that's, pay, that's paid to you as a, uh, in, into withholding to the IRS. So generally, especially for businesses like yours that are, um, you know, it's not, a huge, it's not a huge business. I would pay yourself some sort of management fee or um, some sort of like service fee, like a contract or something like that. Cause you could be, you would be an employee, but you don't do any work in the US. You're not a US person. So it's, there would be no W2, it would just be a payment. And that payment would probably be taxable in Sweden. Um, if you, you know, cause you're gonna be receiving it. If you want to maybe like be sneaky and not report it in Sweden or something, I'm not recommend you do that. 
you open up a separate LLC just for you and a separate bank account and just have your company pay your, your separate LLC um, the, the money for your wages and you put it as a corporate expense and then you pick it up as income in Sweden or whatever you want to do. And then you can use debit cards, credit cards, um, and then like using credit cards and paying your credit cards with the money in those accounts, things like that, that you can avoid without actually transferring the money to your account in Sweden. Right. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, but if I weren't using an, uh, a fulfillment center, could I use an LLC instead? Because I, my uh, fulfillment processors that are, they are more like my sourcing agents. And I don't know if they keep inventory in the US or if they ship it from China directly. But, but well, the, the, that's not really the reason we, I would recommend a corporation. The reason I would recommend a corporation is so you can pay taxes in the US instead of paying taxes in Sweden. Okay. Because mm -hmm. that's why the idea you you want you're you're one of the the Europeans and the people from uh, high tax countries are the ones that actually prefer to pay twenty one percent in the U S. and yeah. and especially younger people like yourself who are um, want to build a business build a brand. Most of my clients like you are really reinvest all their profits into their business, and and you don't you don't actually ever pay yourself. So if you can lower and pay a twenty one percent tax rate instead of fifty percent, you have more capital to invest in your business and. Um, that's the way to do it. So that's why I say most of my, my clients like you, my younger e-commerce clients are reinvesting all their money into their business. Yeah. And that for that reason, you know, the 21% is not bad. Yeah. No. Uh, but what about the offshore accounts? Uh, how does that work or does it even apply to me or <laughs> I mean you can opt so that's that's Swedish tax law really because you're a resident in Sweden and it's you have like a it's a it's a you know obviously a very a first world developed country with I'm sure very um, thorough tax laws that have anti-avoidance tax rules yeah. in the law that just like obviously if, if everyone in Sweden could open up a company in Belize and operate their business from there and pay no taxes, everyone would do it. So, and the, and the government would, would close it out. So I think that it's, um, for your business, it's unnecessary. It probably doesn't work in Sweden. And like I said, you could operate an LLC and not pay taxes in the U S but then you'd technically be liable for taxes in Sweden. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but, uh, can I pay salaries from my company in the U.S. to my regular Swedish account, or should it be like the management fee, or or what you? Would Are you so you have people that work for you in Sweden? No, I I just meant salary for myself. For yourself, <laughs> sure, of course. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. It's um, you can send it to yourself. That would probably be taxable in Sweden as well, and whatever, it, you know, for online digital services. I know. It's completely different, but in Mexico, there's different taxes for um, online digital service providers, and they're they're a little higher because there's like no overhead. So, um, I mean, you have to check that out how it is in Sweden. And this is really when you're doing international stuff like this, it's kind of a team effort where you have to work with your local people and the international people. Yeah, I can just tell you what it's like, what happens uh, in the U.S. Con like yeah. concretely. That's really what I'm commenting on in my speculation on the Swedish tax system. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Uh, and how long does it take to set up the uh, corporate and everything? So, so right now, so right now the um, the IRS is kind of closed. So the the big 
delay in the process is with the EIN numbers. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's a big delay there. We have a way that we're getting the EIN numbers for our clients. Uh, do you, do you, you obviously use PayPal on your, on your site, I'm sure, right? Yeah, exactly. So do you have Swedish PayPal? Uh, yeah, Swedish PayPal. Does, how does that work with like exchange rates and conversions to the Krona? It's Krona, right? Yeah. Uh, so when my customers pay, they pay in US dollars. Uh, so I receive it in US dollars as normal. And when I want to withdraw it to my, to my business bank account, they have like a tra transaction exchange fee for like two and a half percent. Well, that's kind of a lot. Okay. Two percent. Okay. Um, and how do you accept credit cards? Do you use Stripe, I suppose, something like that? Yeah, yeah, Shopify payments. Oh, Shopify payments, okay. So, uh, yeah, we, we help a lot of people like yourself, international people get ITINs too. It's uh, some of the payment processors are requesting the ITIN, the individual tax number, which is like a number for yourself. And with that number, it helps, it makes it easier to get um, PayPal and Square and stuff like that. So we do those and get those numbers too. Uh, and also helps you build credit and a lot of like loans. Like I know like a uh, clear bank and stuff, they do, they give you like advances on Facebook ad spend and stuff. And they're, they're pretty cool. There's a lot of ways to get some capital for e-commerce businesses with companies like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm talking about that because that's something else you can consider regarding opening the company though. Our process, we get it done in, in like two weeks. Okay. Okay, cool. And um, could I open an American business bank account? Do that corporation or am I using a Swedish one or? What I would recommend and what's probably going to be cheaper for you in terms of all the fees and the translations is to open a U.S. company, a U.S. bank account and U.S. payment processors do everything in U.S. dollars because I imagine the majority of your clients are in the U.S., right? Yeah, exactly. We love buying stuff online out there. We love it. Yeah. So, um yeah, the uh, use all the U.S. systems, integrate them all, and it doesn't take a lot. Like obviously, it's the same plugins. Shopify is an American company, I believe, so they're probably work. It works the same with all the with the U.S. accounts, and then you can save some money on the um, the currency translations as well. And then with your U.S. account, you can either um, write yourself checks or wire money to yourself, and that's going to cost you like thirty dollars a wire or something like that. So there's different ways to send money when you have different kinds of accounts and then always you have backup accounts that way too because if you have your u.s business and everything's working that way if anything ever happens you have your backup uh, accounts that you were using but ideally with a new u.s company you want all new u.s accounts so you can integrate it and control it all and have it be separate because you don't want what you don't want is the u.s company doing business in sweden and having the swedish tax authorities say that the income from the u.s company is subject to tax in sweden Oh, okay. Yeah. You want to complete the separation. I got you. Yeah. That's why you want it to be like really separate because if they, if you have Swedish bank accounts with the U S company, you might, uh, it might all be a waste of time and just make taxes a lot more complicated, you know, cause then the U S company has to file taxes in Sweden. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, and is there anything else I should be aware of like tax wise when using an American corporation as a foreigner? No, I mean, I, um, a lot of my clients have corporations and really you just can't, you just can't use, you can't commingle funds. So you can't just use all the corporate account stuff for personal expenses. You can't just send yourself money without a reason. 
if you're going to pay yourself, we I set up some kind of contract or something so we can have some kind of justification for it. And the last thing was um, you have to file every year by April 15th and pay your taxes at that at that time, at least for the first year. And then after the first year, you have to be supposed to pay quarterly. Okay. Okay, cool. And what about American credit cards? Can I, do I apply to the American ones, even though I'm a foreigner? You can, but that's the, that's the thing with the, uh, the ITIN number, the tax ID. Mm -hmm. So you, you generally need an ITIN to apply for credit cards. And I know in, in business like yours where the cash flow is, is, uh, uh, sometimes an issue because you're buying products, you're fronting money and you need more, uh, capital credit cards can be extremely helpful. So I have a lot of clients, again, I have a lot of Mexican clients, but they get ITINs and then they get Amex, uh, gives credit cards to international people. If you have, especially if you have a U.S. corporation, you can link it to that's helpful because, um, it's easier to do stuff in the U S with a corporation because a corporation is a U.S. person and it's like exists here. And you can do businesses with other countries a little bit easier because it's a U.S. person. When you have a foreign-owned LLC, everyone knows it's a foreign person using a U.S. company, and it's it can be more complicated. So okay. it's it's everything operationally is going to be easier with a U.S. corporation. And when you come to open an account, it's very easy. There are some online accounts you can use, but generally you have to come visit to open accounts if you want to open a physical banks like Chase or JP Morgan. I mean, uh, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, things like that. Yeah. Big banks. But can I use like a virtual bank? Yeah, without? I recommend Mercury Bank works. Um, yeah. Almost everyone from developed countries gets accepted. Sometimes I have people from countries that don't get accepted. I think they do the applications wrong. It's really not that hard though. Mm -hmm. Transfer wise, you know, the same things you were using, but um, Mercury Bank is probably the best one for now. And I'm sure more and more will keep coming out. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And how would I deal with like bookkeeping for my Shopify store with the transaction fees with PayPal, et cetera, when operating on the US uh, corporation? I'd use a separate um, software for that, like QuickBooks, Zero, Wave, whatever you want. They all work. And they're mostly bank balance um, related. So that you just connect PayPal, you connect your um, bank account, you just connect it to the software and it pulls in your transactions and you just classify the transactions and say what they are. And that's the accounting. Oh, okay. And does that work even though I would, I would have, let's say two or three stores and you link all of them to the same. You're not linking the store, you're linking the source, like the bank account, the payment processor. I, I mean, really the bank, where the money, you just, it's it's easier to do it this way instead of following the transactions, following the cash. Okay, okay. And regardless of how many stores I have, I guess. It's gonna go to the, if you have 10 stores, it all goes to the same account. I think I made a video on this. I had a call recently about this, like multiple stores and the same company yeah. is, is fine. Okay, okay, cool. And um, do you provide services for creating the corporation, fixing um, monthly bookkeeping and all of that? Yes. So we do have the monthly corporate package. It's, I lowered the price of it too when we include everything now. And uh, I can send you an email with all the details, but I'll do it now anyways. The, yeah. the package includes, we register the company. You can use our address for all mailing addresses. Um, you can, uh, we get the EIN number, we get yourself an ITIN number. We include that in the package because we think it's valuable. Um, 
you, I don't I give you my cell phone number if you have questions. So during the year, if you have any questions, you can contact me on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think it's, it's really the whole thing. We really want you to be happy with your, your company and um, understand how it works. There's not necessarily accounting included in there, but if you have questions about the accounting, I can help you with that. And mm-hmm. at the end of the year, when we do the actual, like the tax filings, which is a separate thing, um, we can review it and help you finalize it, make it, make sure it's right. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and that and that package is like I said that package we were selling for four thousand five hundred dollars, U.S. dollars, but I lowered it down to twenty five hundred right now is what I'm selling it for, and it's uh, it's doing pretty well. It's a slow for us now, obviously, because everyone's like not coming here. South America's most of my clients are South Americans. I do my stuff in Spanish, so um yeah. no one's traveling anymore right now so it's, slow, it's a little right. slow but um yeah 2500 and we'll get this all set up for you in two weeks and i'll help you walk through the whole thing so pretty, yeah, pretty sweet deal send me an email regarding that that would be awesome yeah i will i'll send you an email i definitely have your email already and um one other thing i didn't talk about in this video is that sales taxes do you yeah, yeah. have you heard anything about that do you know are you doing anything with that no, at the moment I'm not doing it, uh, but I've heard it's like you need 200 sales in one state or something. Uh, yep. At the moment, I don't think I'm up in that. That's fine. It's really, it's something really new and the states, the enforcement is really tough, especially for foreign people and people outside the country. Like what you're doing now, I don't, practically speaking at your level, you would never get challenged and nothing would ever happen because there's some of those big companies, people doing scale not paying sales taxes that they can go after. So there's, and it's state by state. So every state has their own laws. So right now you're probably okay. It's something that maybe you should, um, you can upload some plug, connect some plugins. Like tax jar has a plugin. They're really awesome. And that way you can just track and it's based on destination. So when you cross a hundred thousand sales in a state or 200 sales to a state, that's when you are technically required to start um, collecting and remitting sales taxes. It's kind of annoying, but, no matter what, if you have a U.S. company or foreign company, you're technically required to do it. Okay. Okay. And how much is the sales tax? It's different in every state, and it's not. And if you do it right and you're on top of it, it's something you charge to your clients. It's not something that you pay. It's something you charge to the clients. They pay when they buy, and then you send it to the state with the total of your sales to the state every quarter or month. Okay. But I guess it's below twenty percent at least because in oh, it's gonna of- be like it's it's like five to ten percent. 10% oh. of the highest. So what it is, it's, um, and like I said, I buy online all the time. I pay sales taxes. I don't even look at it. I don't think about it. Everyone charges it. It's required. It's because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just something that states charge. So if you, it's not, I don't think you're going to lose sales because you start charging sales tax, maybe a small percentage, but it's not going to, I don't think it would drastically impact your business. Okay. Okay, cool. Just in Sweden. And, the, and, and the risk of not, what do you say? In Sweden, it's like 25%. So then it's like hit or miss. <laughs> First they take half your money and then they don't let you spend it either. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm coming to the U.S. soon. <laughs> yeah, coming to the U.S. is the wild west out here. You just do whatever yeah. you want, file one report like 15 months later and then pay your taxes then if you want. And if you don't, it's a long battle, you know, like it's, it's, a, it's, it's awesome, but it's also, yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's different, whatever. Yeah. It's a, definitely a capitalist place here you just do it's meant for businesses so um let me know if you have any more questions i'll send you a i can send you an email too with uh, those details 
Yeah, please do. And uh, yeah, definitely um, really happy to work with you if you want to move forward. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'd be happy to. Okay, awesome. So, um, Victor, I guess I guess that's it. Thank you for your time, and uh, let me know if you have any other questions, right? Uh, yeah, I'll get back to you if I have any questions. Thank you. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Awesome. Man. Bye. Bye. So if you thought this video was helpful, please leave a thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe. I guess there's a notification bell. Turn that on. Sure, I post videos almost every day. I'm trying to post videos every day. If you have ideas for new videos, please comment below. Let me know what you think about this structure. What, how much, what, what, what's your corporate tax rate in your country? Tell me because uh, maybe an LLC isn't the best choice and maybe it's a bit easier to use a corporation. It's a lot of benefits using corporations but you want to have an informed decision. And if you have to make this decision, schedule a call with me. You can, uh, I'm happy to do the same conversation with you and talk through your business and learn about what you're doing and give you some advice and see how I can help you. So thank you again for watching and uh, until the next time.